Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, healthcare, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skin care needs. Find your favorite brands like Alta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash podless. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special edition of Breaking Through the Glass Seals with Brian H. Waters. I am with a good friend of mine, the one and only Miss Lauren Tula Poindexter. Lauren, how you feeling today? Hey, I'm feeling awesome, feeling blessed, can't complain. Yeah, I'm glad to hear. We, um, you know, you've been busy lately. Uh, Just a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, I've uh, been able to see you on my television every Tuesday night on USA Network. But before we get there, I want to know, first and foremost, how are you feeling right now? I know, you know, just been a lot going on. So how are you feeling right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, right now, um, it's definitely been a lot since we last spoken, but mm -hmm. I'm truly feeling like this is a pivotal point in my life, um, especially with the show and just me coming out with different uh, tools to help other people, like to use my experience and backgrounds and skills to help serve other people. So I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling really motivated and just, you know, just looking forward to everything that's about to come. Yeah, I'm excited about this because, um, like I said, when we met a few years ago, um, you know, we were both on the grind, you know, working, covering sports media. And the beauty about social media allows people to stay in contact with each other. A lot of times, you know, we can't always pick up the phone or what have you. So, um, you know, just being able to see all the stuff that you've been doing, you know, I think has been phenomenal, you know, and I've, you know, you know, want to publicly thank you for introducing me to a couple of your clients who I see are doing extremely well. So um, they've been on here. So I appreciate that as well. No problem. All right. So let's get to it. Um, so um, you're on Temptation Island, uh, this season three, and I got to ask you on your Instagram, you know, we, when we met first and foremost, when we met, you were engaged um, on your Instagram. You said after a failed engagement, you decided to try love again. What led you to reality TV? <laughs> so, you know, crazy thing. Like I always wanted to be on some type of show. Um, my friends would joke around and say, you should go on this show or that show. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Like, I, I don't know. But what led me to this show in particular, um, I was actually, the opportunity was introduced to me. And I thought about it. And at first I was kind of leery, like, uh, I don't know about going on this show. Like, 
do I really want to be someone's temptation? I don't know. But, you know, the more I like watch the show, because I hadn't seen the show before, but the more that I, I watch season one and two, and I'm like, you know what? This isn't too far out of my brand. Like, we can kind of make this work. Why not let the pros help me find love? That's, okay. that's literally what led me to reality TV. Why not let professionals find love for me? Why not? I like that. Let the professionals find love for you. Yes. <laughs> um, so I know that you are, you know, really tight with your family. How nerve wracking was it when you told them that you would be participating? Oh, my goodness. So I received a lot of different uh, feedback when I told people that I was going on. First, I didn't tell them what show it was because we couldn't you know, express what show it was. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, once I let people know, like, hey, I'm going on Temptation Island, they're like, what? What is Temptation Island? Oh, my goodness, you better not be in the hot tub kissing on somebody, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like, no, you know, but at the end of the day, I mean, my mom and my grandmother were okay with me going on the show. So it's like, they're okay with it. I can take whatever heat from whoever else. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, y'all know me. Like, you guys know my character. You guys know how wild I get, like what my left and right parameters are. So I'm like, do you really think I would do something that's outside of me? So that part, I'm not gonna lie, was a little frustrating when I would get messages and why would you go on that show? Or, you know, the, the, the more negative comments, but it's like, at the end of the day, I went on this show looking for love. Like, obviously I wouldn't go in there just to do it or to make a fool of myself. So it's like, I went on there looking for love, you know? And granted, you never know what the cameras are gonna edit. Like you never know what they pick up, how things are gonna be chopped up. So that part was still very nerve wracking for me. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I know I didn't do anything like too crazy, you know? So I'm sitting there on pins and needles watching with everybody else too. <laughs> So I was about to say, you know, how cool is it going back and watching it? And, you know, I mean, obviously with your major, which we'll get into later when we talk about your education, you're used to seeing yourself on TV, on the screen, but how cool is it watching yourself in this setting? Man, this is next level. Okay. These, these are these 4k cameras, like, you know, they, they get every detail, every wrinkle, every pimple on your face. You know, my voice sounds different. I mean, you just, honestly, I never get used to seeing myself on, on TV or hearing myself talk. It's, it's always weird to me. Um, but you know, it's, it's cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's really cool to see myself in that setting and just to see it play back from another perspective. Like I remember how things went down because I was in it, but to see how things went down from the camera's perspective, it's honestly hilarious. Like I knew I made some pretty funny faces, but I didn't realize that I made that many funny faces when like, I have a bad poker face. So as you guys will see, especially when Kendall starts talking foolish, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and when you, uh, you brought up Kendall, uh, we all know he's been an interesting character on the show. Everyone uh, loves Kendall, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, um, they do, clearly. <laughs> uh, but I felt, so if I can say this, when I was watching it, I felt you brought him down to reality. Um, and, and it was kind of like, you know, that, hey, look, brother, <laughs> what are you, what you doing out here? And you were, you know, I remember when, I, and this is just an observation. So it seemed as if 
uh, Erica was more threatened by you than anybody else. But it seemed in that moment you had her back. Um, mm -hmm. When you're braiding his hair, uh, <laughs> like how did that come about? Were you nervous that maybe they wouldn't capture that right? Or when you went back to look at it to see how that conversation played out? Yeah, you know, um, I was definitely more so, definitely nervous on how it was going to be portrayed because, I mean, you guys literally just saw a snippet of our full conversation. And well, first and foremost, he asked me to braid his hair and I'm already like, Kendall, listen, you got soft curly hair. Come in, let me let, bend over so I can see if I can grip this first of all, because what we are not about to do is have me on national TV trying to braid your hair and it come out looking a hot mess. I will deny that I ever did that. I don't care how many cameras captured it. If it looked crazy, I'm gonna say I didn't do it. But um his hair came out okay he, he got us together but um yeah you know in reference to like the dynamics like I agree I feel like you know I probably was one of the bigger threats for Erica in the beginning of the show um and, and I did have my eye on Kendall at first you know when we first came out like I had my eye on him um but you know as the show progressed and I, I kind of switched and had my eye on Julian because me and him just clicked a little bit more but as I'm seeing Kendall and Alexis and this whole dynamic like span and then, you know, like we're getting to know these guys too. And Kendall's a very complex, you know, person. Like you guys haven't really been able to see all sides of him. He really does have some good sides to him as well. And so it's like, dude, all right, this is us one-on-one, like no one else is around. I mean, the camera's here, but it's just us, okay? What the heck? Like, mm -hmm. what, what's really going on? Like this, I was trying to provide an opportunity for him to be like, you know, maybe I'm not really, I'm tripping or, you know, maybe she may leave me or just, just to have some type of accountability. But he just kept giving me the Kindle, the Kindle shuffle, as I like to call it. And I'm like, dude, stop giving me fluff. Like, like what, like, you you seriously can't believe or think that your girlfriend is going to want to stay with you and you're showing your butt like this. Like, I would be pissed. Mm -hmm. I would be so mad, even though, granted, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing on the show, like, technically. You got to remember, the couples come on the show to be single. So it's like, at the same token, I can't get mad at Kendall for being single because that's what you want Temptation Island to do. You are there to be single. And he said, I'm taking full advantage of this opportunity, this experience. And that is what he did. Like, I can't even get mad at him. But the part that frustrates me is, is him saying like, oh, well, I'm just going to do whatever. And she's going to come back. I'm like, huh, huh, wait a minute, bring it back in. Do you really believe that? Mm -hmm. And that, that was what that conversation was about. Like, do you really believe that? Like, eh, I would be kind of mad if I was hurt, you know, like, Yes, yeah, so I, I was I was speaking on Erica's behalf in a sense, like, yeah, boy, you tripping. <laughs> wow, yeah, that was um interesting. Um, you know, this uh, well, we're dropping this uh Tuesday morning, so tonight, folks, make sure y'all check it out. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Um, I knew I was gonna watch. I, I watched the previous episodes, but when I saw you on there, it was no doubt about it. I was gonna be watching. Um, as I said, you know, just proud of you. You know, seeing how you progress in your career. And for you to get this opportunity, I'm like, how could I not support? Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, you know, so far, I mean, you guys, are, we have five episodes left after tonight. Well, tonight, after tonight, there will be four episodes. So you guys are seeing the dynamics between everyone play out. Um, 
the season is not over yet. I will say that much. I, I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil too much, but the season is not over yet. Um, but you know, so far you're definitely seeing my role in the house be more so of a voice of reason. I'm, I'm realizing for a lot of people and, you know, I'm observing a lot so far this season. Um, I'm able to be a, a voice of reason so far with certain things, especially when it comes to um, just given my background and, and, you know, having conversations with Julian and, you know, us talking about our backgrounds and even with Tom, you know, me and him had some very impactful conversations and Corey, you know, um, just, I feel like I was, I'm a voice of reason so far in the house, like someone that you can like actually talk to. And I will give you honest advice from a non-biased standpoint. So yeah, that's what you guys are seeing so far out of me. Now I got to ask you this question. Okay. When they was cooking that chicken. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> you're the voice of reason now. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why you ain't jumping out? <laughs> Did you ever think about, you know what? This needs some help. Well, you was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to not cross those boundaries and let them handle it. All right. So we refer to this situation as chicken gate. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, they should have they should have labeled the episode chicken gate. Um, so... Okay, it was a lot. It was, it was just a lot. Let me just start by saying what you guys saw happen was only about 20% of the bigger story. It was a lot happening in that moment. Um, and, you know, to my defense, usually I'm the voice of reason, but I was actually sick. Like, my allergies were kicking my butt. So when you guys see me, when I tell you that day, I had like the longest day. I felt, you know how airheads feel, like the, the candy, the airheads. Mm -hmm. I felt like my head was just floating. Like I didn't feel good in general. Like I, I, I was like, dude, I just want to go lay and climb under a rock or something because my allergies are getting like they're killing me. I'm tired. Oh, like man. I don't want any drama. Like I, I just was not in the mood for drama. And so when that situation went down, it was like I was there. It happened so quickly. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out what exactly just took place. Like, I love Amanda. I love Maya. I love Maddie. You know, like I get along with all the girls. So as this is unfolding, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I just see Maya, you know, she's upset. And I'm like, whoa, what's, I'm trying to calm her down. You know, in a sense, like they, they did cut out a lot of that, which I'm happy because it's, it's just drama. Okay. Um, but, you know, my main concern was to not let anything escalate. Like, you know, we don't, we don't need to escalate. We don't need to get physical. It's, this situation is petty. It's, it's a lot of things that led up to it. That was just petty. You know, a lot of things that I don't even know took place between them two. Um, and it, it was just a boiling point. And it was, it was definitely like one of those moments that was just, a boiling point and I did feel for Maya because she she did a lot for the house and you know in reference to like cooking and things like that and I feel like she was misunderstood at some points mm -hmm. or maybe she just you know not everyone is going to be your person and that's okay you know you don't have to get along with everyone so some people just simply did not get along with each other in the house and that's fine but it doesn't need to escalate to a point of just plat, you know flat out cattiness and fussing like that so yeah it, it was a lot like it was it was a lot and I did not want to get in the middle like that in that moment that situation I did not want to get in the middle I was very adamant my name is Bennett I'm not in it I don't even know what fully took place like 
I'm watching all this unfold. I'm like halfway here because I'm not really feeling well in general. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not choosing sides. Like you were petty for saying this statement. You were petty for saying this. Like both of y'all, uh, can we just get along? Like I'm so frustrated. <laughs> nah, I definitely understand that, you know. Um, what would you say when you look back at everything, um, what would you say you learned about yourself that maybe you didn't know before? Ooh, so that's a very good question. Hey, I'm I asking say, a journalist a question. I got to make sure I'm yeah, on point. You are. You coming with <laughs> it. You know, I'm, I'm used to being on the other side to <laughs> ask these questions. Um, you know, I would say my experience on the island definitely taught me a lot about myself. Um, it taught me, and I said this before in a previous interview, but it's so true. It really did teach me, one, like, the things that I'm looking for in a partner, it's just in life, it's it's attainable. Like I'm not asking for too much. I'm really not asking for too much, you know, the things that I desire and those traits I saw in some of the men on the island, you know? So it taught me that, hey, it's okay with what you're looking for, like, and continue to heal, you know? Um, you can't fully chase after something until you are healed. And healing is also a journey because every time I feel like, oh, I've reached this benchmark. I've healed when it comes to my love life and XYZ. It's like, oh, a new experience happened. And I'm like, oh, wait, okay. Let me go back to the drawing board, you know? And, and that's okay because healing is a journey. It's not a destination. So that's probably one of the biggest things that the island has taught me. Um, yeah, healing is, is the journey. It's not a destination. And it's okay to feel your feelings. Like it is okay. If something triggers you and it reminds you of a previous situation you were in or whatever, it's okay to be in the moment, feel it, but don't sulk in it. That's the difference. So those are probably some of the main like lessons that I got from the island. And I would say also too, just be yourself, like continue to be yourself. Like I'm a pretty dope individual, I think. I, I think I'm pretty cool, you know, like just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, but I like to have fun. You know, in, in new environments, like this show is something, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, some people were definitely able to open up quicker. I'm the type of person, I have to observe the scene and then open up and it's nothing wrong with that, but just allow myself to just be myself and don't worry about what other people are gonna think. You know, I think I had in the back of my mind, oh, I can't do this because what will someone else think or da da da, da. Just be yourself, have fun, keep your morals intact but be yourself, you know, like just go for it. All right. And my last question before we shift to your career, how would you okay. say this has been a great escape from COVID? Yes, absolutely. That, you know, that's the, that was the goal of season three, you know, which is why you guys don't see us with masks and stuff on. We, we, the, the production team did a really good job in reference to making sure that everyone's health and safety were the number one priority. Um, they they made sure everyone was COVID free. Practice all types of you know, um, what do you call it? Safety measures like mm -hmm. the we didn't have our mask on while we were filming. We were the only ones you know without mask on, but everyone else had their mask on. Everyone is constantly getting tested. You know we were in a bubble, so I feel like other than the NBA, Temptation Island did a great job in reference to putting us in a bubble making sure everyone is safe and healthy and letting the show go on, you know? So I definitely give them kudos because I was concerned about that too. I'm not gonna lie to you. And they made sure we were 
well taken care of. So if anyone from production or any, any of the nurses or anyone ever sees this, thank you guys so much. Like seriously. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, and I mean, you know, you think, um, like how you think you'd be able to help somebody, let's just say, you know, you have a client who's in the NBA or the WNBA bubble coming up. Mm -hmm. If they decide to do that again, uh, what kind of advice could you give them to prepare for that? Yeah, you know, so, I mean, they would probably have a little bit more freedom because we were filming. So <laughs> we had, you know, different things um, in place. But I would say, you know, first and foremost, make sure that you have everything you need. Mm -hmm. you know make sure you have your your core items whatever you need to make sure you stay sane you stay healthy but use us as a time to really just escape and just act like you're in normal life again you know if you're in a bubble that's probably like the safest place you could be you know everyone's getting tested everyone is negative and it's like you can kind of be a little bit more free take advantage of it it, it was a really good mental break to be in a bubble while we were filming, you know, like I needed that mental break. Um, and I'm fortunate that I was able to have that. So yeah, anyone else going into a bubble or anything like that, take advantage of it, you know, like seriously, act like you're acting like we're back in 2019. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's shift. Let's talk about your career. So um, right. you were a public affairs specialist in the army for years. And then when we met, you was in the beginning uh, or the early uh, parts of creating your brand Tula Talks. What led you to that shift? Yeah, so um, I actually started Tula Talks um, when I was in college. You know, I'm real big on being the change you want to see. I always knew I wanted to be on TV. My major was broadcast journalism. So what got me into wanting to tell stories was really when Trayvon Martin was murdered. Um, I say this all the time. I did not appreciate how the narrative was around his name and in that situation um, when it happened. And, you know, it pissed me off. Not going to lie to you. It really pissed mm -hmm. me off. And I'm like, you know what? let's be the change that I want to see. I'm going to start my own platform. Like, okay, clearly I'm not getting on 106 in park right now. So guess what? I'll start my own platform, you know, and I, I just was going for it. Like my early work was a hot mess, but you know, you learn, you grow as you put out things and, you know, as it developed, like I had an idea for what I wanted to do, but then I was seeing, okay, people are responding to certain things or they need certain information. So, you know, after like some years of fine tuning, I was able to say, okay, I'm producing content to bring back the balance of media by entertaining, educating, and inspiring my audience. Like that's my platform for Tula Talks. And so that's what I've been doing the past years. And, you know, I left the government. I took that leap of faith in 20, Lord, when did I leave the government? 2019, the beginning okay. of 2019. I left the government. I left a good paying government job <laughs> to take a chance on myself and be a full-time entrepreneur. And, you know, it was a lot of different shifts. I'm like, what do I do? You know, what, what do, which area do I start in first? Do I go after the media stuff first? Do I teach people with digital content? Like I have all these skills. How can I help people, you know? And so um, after a year, a, another year of just like fine-tuning what it is that people needed, because I had to go back to my audience and see what do people need from me? What are people constantly asking me about? And I realized a lot of people keep asking me, 
Tula, how do you make your graphics? How are you making your stories? Like your social media is so good. Can you help me? And I'm like, you know what? Yes, actually I can help you with this. <laughs> and so um, I started the Transforming You which is my uh, digital company. And the purpose of that is to really help my, my clients solve their pain points through my products and services. Now, right now, the main focal point is digital content. Um, I am teaching people how to create their own content. Um, I create content for people as well too, but pretty soon we're also going to add on phase two, which is going to talk about healing. And, and I'm going to really help my students and those who follow me, um, you know, walk them through the journey of healing, like the things that work for me. You know, I've, I have a pretty, I have a pretty uh, complex story as well. Um, and, you know, life has thrown a lot of hurdles at me and I've been able to get over them by the grace of God. And I really feel like millennials, I feel like we were put here to break generational traumas within our families. Like I sincerely believe that with my heart because I hear so many stories and it's like, we're the generation that's like, yeah, no, that may have worked in the past or you may have swept that under the rug, but nah, I'm here to address what's going on and it's gonna be painful, but we're gonna get through this. So you, I'm really excited about this next phase because I want to produce a product to help other people that realized, hey, I'm here to help break, I'm here to break this generational trauma in my family. It's going to suck, it's going to hurt. I need the tools so we can do this. I want to share what I've been using, you know, to help me do this as well. Yeah, I mean, you hit that right on the head. And that's the thing, I, I, I'm so glad you said that. One of the things also you touched on was just being able to balance everything and, you know, create your own platform. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, I've had the honor and pleasure of speaking to college students. And that's one of the things they, they're hesitant about. Some, you know, happy when they listen to this, they'll see that it's important to take that risk and everything's not going to turn out. You know, um, my wrestling show, The Wrestling Realm, has been around 10 years. We had one vision for the show and then things changed. Life happened. We switched yeah. it up, you know. So I'm so happy you uh, brought that up. Um, I got to ask you this. In 2018, you was Miss Louisiana, United States. Yes. How did you balance that, Tula Talks, and you were still working for the government? How did you do it? Was, it? It, was, it was a lot. Let me tell you. So the way I balanced it, I had a team. I had a PR team helping me in reference to um, balancing my schedule with like booking different events and, you know, different things like that. Um, I had some interns that were on the team too, you know, they were helping me create content, which was really dope because again, I'm big on lifting as you climb and I'm like, look, I need help. But while you're helping me, you're going to get some stuff out of this too. So they were able to get some really amazing experiences to lead them to jobs within the industry, which I'm like, bet, because I'm, I'm so, oh my goodness, whenever I have interns, it has to be beneficial all the way around because I don't want anyone to ever feel like, oh, they're just using me. No, mm -mm. you will always get something from this internship, connections, more skills, like I'm real big on that. But yeah, it was hard balancing all that. I'm not going to lie to you. It was very hard, but you know, with the team in place, uh, calendar invites <laughs> in place, I was able to, to make things work um, until it didn't work. And that's when I had to leave the government because it was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to always pour my all into whatever project I'm working on. And I had got to a point where 
I was I was at a pretty prominent office and with social media and I couldn't go any higher. And you know, like I'm doing my thing there. Like I'm 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 creating the content, making sure everything's in place. But I found that I was still getting like this pushback and I found myself like, you know what? I think this government is a crutch right now. Like the space that I'm in, this is becoming a crutch because before it was funding everything that I was doing. But I'm like, I think this position is becoming a crutch. And it's kind of like, well, which direction do you want to go in? Because you can't continue to pour like how you are. Like, you got to pick one, you know? And so right. um, that's what led me to leave in the government but yeah have a team in place you cannot do everything on your own it's impossible it's impossible you know the saying if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go with a team it's so true you have to to get a solid team in place be organized get systems in place to help run your business and to make things easier for you wow that's amazing <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> right there all right so the um last question i have for you is you know title of the show it's called breaking through the glass ceiling so when you look back at your career what was your glass breaking moment the moment you knew you was living in your purpose hmm, that's a really good question um i feel like this space i'm in right now may be my breaking through the glass ceiling moment um the fact that i realized like I'm here to help other people. Like I'm here to serve. I'm my testimony is literally I'm going through this for someone else. <laughs> um, I think just me understanding that, realizing that, is the catalyst that drives everything that I do. Um, and again, it it motivates me. It 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 determines what opportunities I take, what opportunities I don't. That's the reason why I'm on Temptation Island, you know? Um, so I think, I, I think I'm currently living in that moment right now. So we're going to have to check back in with me in a couple of months. I can, I'll probably be like, yep, you know what? That was the moment. But I, I think, I think I'm in that, that moment right now where I'm, we're at the ceiling and I'm cracking through it right now. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let the people know where they can find you. Absolutely. So you can follow me, find me on all social media platforms at Tula on TV. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Tula on TV as well. And if you are interested in learning more about my courses, uh, you can go to securethebagnow.com or you can go to tulatalks.com. And that's literally the hub for everything that I do also. So yeah, your best bet is to find me on social media, on Instagram. That's probably my number one platform, personally. Which one, Instagram? Instagram, yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'll make sure I put the uh, links in the bio, in the uh, description so that everybody will be able to find it. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Like I said, Thank I appreciate you. you coming on and definitely, you know, once all this COVID stuff is over, definitely looking to connect soon. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you podcast is brought to you by b waters productions it is produced and edited by myself brian h waters with the music brought to you by hypnosis you can find hypnosis on instagram at hypno underscore beats